Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Um, so my fashion design journey started quite a few years ago, um, back in 2014, when I went to university, I went to Edinburgh College of Art, which is part of the University of Edinburgh. And I studied a course that was just called fashion. So when I was looking at different courses, there were fashion courses that specialized in the business side of things and marketing. But my course specialized specifically in design and manufacture. So it's a four-year course, um, which was really quite useful, I found, because the first year you're kind of getting your feet in, feeling it about, and the second year you start to get more experimental. And it was actually in the third year I did an exchange program. I went to Amsterdam Fashion Institute, and it was there that I discovered 3D. So I got a really nice mix of um, different areas of fashion design specifically when I was there. And then upon graduation, um, I got a job with Levi's and I moved out to London to work as a denim tailor for them. Oh, that's super interesting. So was it your university in Amsterdam that actually introduced you to 3D? Yeah, absolutely. So before that point, I'd never heard of fashion being part of 3D. Obviously, I'd seen kind of like CGI in movies, artworks, but I hadn't thought of it in the fashion context. And actually, my university in Edinburgh was really quite focused on hand sketching um, and hand drawing. So there wasn't a huge digital aspect to my degree in the UK, um, but Amsterdam was definitely ahead of the curve there. Did you say 2017 and they were actually already discussing it? Yeah, absolutely. Very ahead. Seventeen, I was over there, and I mean, I have to admit, my very first take on the three D program. I mean, it was a little confusing. It wasn't very beginner friendly, but this was quite a few years ago now. So, um, I think I was using a program called Lectra. Yeah, yeah. I've you know since there's been a lot more. Well, there's been other names that have popped up. I think they've been there all along, but there's definitely been some forerunners like Clothes Three D. Um, which is much more popular now and much more user-friendly. Yeah, so what was it that actually attracted you to 3D? Was it, Were you instantly sold or was your initial reaction to kind of be against it? Because I know when I first saw it, I thought, yeah, that's a cool novelty, but I definitely wasn't sold straight away. So how was that for you? Yeah, absolutely. I think similar story, to be honest. The things you'd see online, the things, the kind of CGI that you'd see in movies was so far-fetched from what I did in that classroom that it seemed difficult to connect the two. Um, so I remember in our, our first few lessons, it would be like, oh, let's make an A-line dress. Let's make an A-line t-shirt. And as I said, like the UI was just not super friendly. So your final result wasn't particularly exciting. So it wasn't love at first sight with 3D, I'll admit that. Um, But I think once I got the taste for, okay, that's an area I could explore. There's not too much buzz around it right now, but I'll just kind of keep it in the back of my mind. Um, And it was then after I graduated and the the world's slowly becoming more and more digital that I'd see other designers popping up doing things in 3D. And I think, oh, hey, you know, like I did learn a little bit of that. So there's an area I could explore more. And I think that was the initial attraction to want to learn more. And as soon as you kind of get over that first hurdle of being a complete beginner, 
you it's very easy to want to do it more and more so um yeah no I completely agree like I'm not a digital designer myself but I do try and uh teach myself in clay 3d and v stitcher and applications like that and I had the complete same experience of when you first use it, I think it can almost seem a bit overwhelming, complicated and disheartening that you can't create these kind of amazing garments already in 3D. But I think it is that kind of thing of putting the time in and then seeing yourself improve. And that's also an intriguing aspect of it as well. So it's really good that you said that, especially for people who maybe are just starting and yeah, like you said, getting a bit overwhelmed by how the first results aren't going to be the most breathtaking things, but definitely something to stick with. Um, Something I did want to ask you was, obviously for me, what sparked the initial attraction in 3D uh, fashion was the sustainability conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as much as I was attracted to the actual digital garments, for me, it was definitely the allure of this could really improve the sustainability of uh, the wider and more conventional industry. Is that something that you think about or is it more uh, just the design element itself? Yeah, I mean, I think it definitely feeds into it quite a lot. So what I remember from university is when we would start a project, the sketching process would be hundreds of pages. And the time that took as well was just so intensive that actually what 3D's done is it's condensed that all. It's all stored in your computer and the rate at which you can turn over is so fast. So the amount of ideas you can get down on a 3D program within a day would take you weeks in real life. And so when you think about that in terms of industry, you're not doing this trial and error process again and again and again. You're able to do that in minimal time on your computer. And then once you're ready with the final result, you're able to take that and you have such like high tech um, systems that are on the software that mean it can very accurately predict how the material is going to react. And not only how is it going to react in terms of the pattern you've created, but also um, like care and washing afterwards. You know, is it a garment that's going to last? Um, how is it going to wear in over time and things like that. These are all aspects you can uh, run within the program. And so you can kind of predict the lifespan of this garment as well as just taking that um, lead time way down. So from months to weeks. Wow, that's super interesting because obviously something that attracts me to it as well and why it's amazing is obviously that 3D technology has the ability to create these real-to-life samples that actually show the drape and fit of a garment as it would be if it was physical but obviously not being a designer myself I do always wonder is it truly as accurate but the fact that you're saying that you can also judge kind of the aftercare of a product that makes it even more uh, impressive from that sustainability point of view Um, So just out of interest, if you're able to explain, how do they actually, how is the technology able to test the aftercare of the garment? Yeah, so that's more, it'll be able to visually demonstrate how it will wear over time. 
the actual way the science behind it i think browser have actually done um a good example of this so on their website they show you this piece of software where you can put in your test fabric and it does these tests it's kind of like a small box it'll do all these tests pull stretch um on this fabric sample and then it translates that into the computer so i i'm not fully aware of what goes on behind the scenes but i know that they've developed technology in line with their software so that whether it's you know a fabric like denim it's been around for for ages or whether it's um a highly innovative very new fabric that you know no one's experimented with yet it can do a much better job of predicting how it's going to last rather than a company taking a chance on this fabric making a hundred thousand orders and then realizing they've got 50% returns because the fabric wouldn't hold up, for example. Wow, that really is amazing. And you just explained that so well, honestly, <laughs> because I feel like that's another reason why that it's so interesting is because not only does 3D technology create these kind of beautiful visualizations, it also has so many benefits from the technical side that I think more and more people are becoming aware of. And do you think your experience in like the actual physical uh, design process helped you grasp it in 3D or was it a completely different uh, learning process when you did kind of transition more into the digital side of fashion design? Yeah, so I think for me, learning the physical side definitely helped a lot. So in my role at Levi's, what we did was we made jeans from scratch and it wasn't just a box standard size medium. It was a gene that was made for a specific person, a specific shape, specific denim. Um, so it's really highly unique. And so within that, you're learning, okay, if I take off a quarter of an inch here, add an eighth here, learning just what those subtle differences can do, because they can actually change the final fit of a garment more than you think it would. And so understanding that in physical terms is really useful in translating that into digital because there's a lot of um there's a lot of solutions for example in close 3d where you can change the shrinkage warp or weft of a fabric and in reality you wouldn't be able to do that to a fabric you had in person so if you're making a garment in 3d and it doesn't quite look right and you think oh, I'm just going to use the steam tool on the program just to shrink that tiny little bit um, and then it'll look fine. That's all well and good for the 3D program, but having that knowledge of how the pattern will work in the physical form will tell you that that's not going to work in production. That's just a quick fix for the digital program, but not a quick fix for manufacture and vice versa. So there are things that you can do to the physical garment that you can't replicate um, in the digital program. So there's definitely areas where they differ, but having a foot within both worlds is really useful in being able to kind of balance that and make sure that your final product, whether it's pure. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply digital or whether you're going to send that product into production is as best as it can be yeah i think that's so so relevant what you're saying because i'm always scared to be too much focused on the digital side because i completely agree having a foot in both doors as you were saying is the best way to achieve the best results and kind of marry the physical and digital together to achieve the yeah final result that benefits the most aspects so that's super interesting that you say that and kind of leading on from that what is your opinion on kind of digital clothes that can be worn are you more for the 3d imaging purely from a production and fashion production standpoint or yeah what's your view on having clothes that you can wear on your instagram for example as just a massive side note Lena. <laughs> so it's it's really quite interesting. Actually, I didn't really think about it too much before this last kind of year, two years that we've just had. And um, I think it's definitely a, a new, very fun area for people to explore um, in terms of sustainability as well. I mean, it's a fantastic solution to the masses out there who want just one special outfit, pretty much just for one photo to show off to their friends and fans. Um, so in that aspect, I think it's it's really quite fun and innovative. Um, I think there's still a long pathway to go in terms of like VR um, uh, changing rooms and things like that. So it's a little jittery and a little um, unrealistic, I'd say, at the moment. But it's definitely a huge leap from where we were, you know, five, ten years ago. Um, and actually an interesting point I heard when I was working, um, while I was talking to DressX, which are a big player in the digital clothing aspect, is they were saying how more often than not, their clothing really should look as realistic as possible in the materials that you use. So for example, not using plasticky or glossy Uh, materials that will look unnatural in a photograph especially a photograph if you've taken outside with natural lighting and so I guess it's one thing to have the digital garment but it's another thing in how do you render that so that it looks hyper realistic in a photo that a regular person could take on a regular day with regular sunlight um, and kind of create a fluid as possible transition between the two um yeah no that's so that's so so interesting the way you put that and I think it really highlights how this is we're in such a time of change especially in 3D and as the technology develops we're really gonna see how there are the limits are so much higher than what we kind of initially thought it's like you're saying even when you're back in Amsterdam in 2017 when you first saw 3D the change that's happened since then is absolutely incredible and the change that is continuing to happen and kind of 
propelling right now is amazing. So yeah, a very exciting time to see what would happen. And something I wanted to ask you was obviously we're two people that have a certain amount of knowledge of 3D and obviously uh, see the benefit and interested in it. But if it's so great and it truly has all these benefits that uh, we're stating that they do, why don't you think that everyone is on board still have this reluctancy to adopt 3D? Yeah, I mean, I'm asking myself that a little bit as well, to be honest. I think for some people, it's just it is a resistance to change. Um, the more risk averse, especially after the year we've just had. Um, being able to create such a change like that takes so many steps and has to go through so many people that it either just takes a really long time or it just doesn't get approved. Um, like when you think about, I mean, 3D was one small part of my degree. It's not a widespread taught subject at the moment. I think it's beginning to introduce this last year and this year. Um, I saw a few universities in the UK um, when I was visiting Graduate Fashion Week where students have created a digital collection. Um, but that's definitely a very recent thing. Obviously, um, you got introduced to 3D and now you're really implementing it into your career. But what do you think it really takes to do 3D design successfully? I think for that, it's being persistent. Uh, I know when I very first started, um, when I first started with the Clothe 3D, I remember just sitting down and trying to crack through all of their beginner tutorials, of which there is a lot, <laughs> and you have to be very patient. But it was so worth it because once I'd gone through all of those videos, at minimum, at least I learned the name of each tool. And so as I was going along and as I was teaching myself, if I didn't quite know how to use that tool, as long as I remembered what its name was, I could go back to Google, go back to YouTube, rewatch that video and kind of make baby steps in the right direction. And so for other people that are hoping to learn 3D, I'd say put in that kind of boring hard work at first, watch all of those tutorial videos. And the best thing you can do is just experiment and go for it. Um, they have a lot of free files you can use from clothes. So kind of basic, um, patterns such as like a t-shirt or a dress or a jacket. And then what you can do is you can go off that and you can manipulate the pattern into your own design. Um, or at least at minimum, you can just play around with fabrics at first and lighting and coloring and rendering and just dip your toes in the different areas. Um, so when I think about 3d, I mean, there's kind of three main areas I can think of with 3D fashion. One of them being the rendering side of things. Uh, that's more like camera properties, lighting, um, whichever computer you're using would depend on it, but like all the rendering settings. And for some people, that's their favorite part. For others, it's the materials. So whether that's using the materials that are preset on Clo or another um, software, or creating your own presets. And for other people, it's the pattern making and pattern drafting and pattern manipulation. So I think as you're learning, just trying to decide which of those areas is your favorite, which one do you want to focus on? 
it's a really good idea to have a little knowledge in each area and then develop in one. Yeah, so I think that's such a good answer because I feel like what you're saying is really finding that area that you're passionate in, that you're willing to put the time in to really perfect your craft. And I think that really goes and is no different to any sort of creative practice. And at the end of the day, that's truly what it is. So I think that's a really good answer and really good advice for anyone who's interested in learning 3D and specifically 3D fashion design. So that's really good. And then the last thing that I wanted to ask you was, is there any digital brands or 3D digital designers that you think are really killing it? Are you inspired by anyone's work? And kind of how did you find them? Yeah, so most people I found through Instagram. Um, I have to say my inspiration comes from kind of 3D as a whole. So the first person that springs to mind is a designer called Blake Catherine. Uh, she's based in LA and she works, I think she works mostly in cinema 4D. Um, so she does a little bit of fashion, but she more so focuses on kind of scenes and she does these amazing kind of dreamlike, um, kind of like utopia scenes that are super colorful, sparkly, and just mesmerizing. Um, so her, I really love. And she also does um, kind of tutorials on Twitch, which is quite interesting. So just seeing how other designers go about their process. And another designer actually that kind of was actually the one who recommended, yeah, you should do 3D, you should put more focus into this, is a designer called Eslam Mohammed. Um, he's based in Egypt and he doesn't work so much with fashion, although he does do a few things. He did. Um, I think for Gucci, I think at one point, but he works mostly in Blender. But again, it's seeing how his creativity, how he takes his ideas and makes it into a scene. Um, he's also really good at kind of coloring and lighting as well. And then the last name I would say specifically for 3D fashion um, is a girl that I found on Instagram called, on her Instagram handle is illustrations by Jessica James. Uh, she's a Nigerian-based designer, and I mean, I just like fell in love with her avatars. Like, they are amazing. They're super realistic, super beautiful, um, and she does a lot of fashion work for them as well. So we actually got a collaboration coming up some point soon. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's loads of great 3D designers out there, and a great way to find them is either through 3D competitions. Um, Close Set, which is kind of an add-on from Clothes3D.com, um, or even uh, Behance as well. I find it's a good place. Oh, that's really cool, really interesting. And I love how not all of your examples specifically related to fashion, because I think with 3D, I think like you were saying, the inspiration really comes from many different industries, especially like gaming and when you get into that whole side of it it's like a completely different set of individuals but that's kind of what brings the inspiration and that's so cool and why yeah there's so many higher limits for 3d yeah absolutely well thank you so much that was all so so insightful so you're a freelance 3d designer yourself where can people check you out 
Oh, sure. So um, you can check me out on Instagram. It's Mimoo3D. Um, and from there, you can see links to my website, LinkedIn, uh, and all of that. Amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you so, so much. Thank you very much for having me. Lovely to meet you. No worries. Lovely to meet you as well. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.